when you set goals, it's for a purpose. It's where you see yourself being in life. 27 years old, when you're 35, who's holding you? No one's going to tell you off. Nope. Besides maybe losing your job. Nope, you're on That's your it. own, boy. So it's like you've got to implement these structures and these routines yeah. to kind of help you. I've always said this to people, I hate reading so much and that's how I know it's going to be a good year because I've decided to start reading. You are locked into another episode of Meg Talks, the people's platform home to queer POC, millennial conversation. Big up yourself if you're locked in for the first time, where your family, where your tea, where your gang them, and manners and respect if you're locked in for another episode, you know. I absolutely appreciate each and every one of you, man. Thank you for rocking with me for another episode. Um, you can find every single episode on Spotify. We're there on YouTube. Um, we're on Instagram. But do you know what the best thing is? Go over to Meg Talks Online on Instagram. You can find my link tree and it will take you to every single platform and you can just take me in however you want. Anyway, I am here with podcaster, influencer, raised in the building. People don't find out what I go on. Hello, hi. What the no? The day are. Oh, now said to me, yeah, I'm here. Yes, Bridget. In another building. Yeah, you good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? How am I? You know what? <clears throat> you will know a little bit about how this week has been for me. Because uh, you, you was you was active on the socials. You sent me a couple of very um reassuring grounding messages so yeah, like man. podcasting well hr and podcasting are like my energy sources yeah so this is like i know when i leave here i'm just gonna feel energized and i've been yeah. looking forward to catching up with you man yeah i've been looking forward to it as well it's been in the making and it's here now so yeah how's your week been uh my week's been good mm. my week's been really good um started to like implement some new changes into my life since the year started and i'm really seeing the benefits that it's bringing mm -hmm. for me um but yeah it's just been it's been good been productive been good so that's how no we like complaints. To, that's what we like to hear man mm -hmm. and you know what, uh, peeps i've got something to tell you i'm excited i got something to tell you <laughs> um so firstly i wanted to shout out pippa shout out um am i gonna say her name no i'm not gonna say her name but shout out to pippa's associate as well they've invited me to look after the podcasting for their particular event um it's lbgt women um, and we're going to be hosted at we work waterloo um yeah in march and they invite they they reached out in um december mm -hmm. and said like yeah we found your we found your page we like what you do would you be interested in whatnot whatnot so i said okay yeah that's fine they're like it's a paid gig i said well that's Period. doubly fine yeah yeah so um <laughs> on wednesday they brought me down to they they uh, on wednesday i spoke to we work waterloo they, yeah i said like i need to see the space because yeah. i can do it but it all hangs in the balance of what the environment looks like yeah. because some environments the audio is terrible yeah and it's just going to be echoing and i'm just not going to be able to work yeah like that so i get there now and shout out my guy Cedric, um, he's a lovely guy. So he said, oh, I've got uh, four rooms for you, for you to choose from. I said, I've got options, well, <laughs> okay, goddamn. period. Yeah, so he said, I'm gonna show you the best, I'm gonna show you an order of the best. So the first one, my goodness, all I can say is, brother, I felt like I'd arrived. <laughs> I felt like I'd arrived. Well, you didn't feel like you need to see any more. At, at this point, that I was like, the I, one. No, because it, it was like, um, let's just say it's, in terms of floors, I don't know what floor it's on, but it's got a panoramic view yeah. of um, central London. Nice. Floor to ceiling windows. Nice. It's got suede sofas. There's a pool table in there. Let's give it luxury. There's a six-table six suite. 
Mm-hmm. With bruh, massive screen, it is delectable. <laughs> so I said, okay. So, um, and do you know what's cool about the room? Is that um, it's, it's a hidden room. Yeah. So you go into their library and you push the bookcase. Yeah. And when you push the bookcase, oh, like in it's the a films. door. Oh my God. Fam, That's epic. Let's kick off with the game. Okay, let's play. It's a race against time, baby. So we're going to do quick and fast, quick and fast. Okay. Yeah. I don't need to think about it. Just give your authentic answers, yeah? Okay. Okay, so introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. A long life or a full life? Full life. Money or influence? Money. Club or festival? Woo. Uh, Club. (laughs) Dating or committed relationship? Committed relationship. Vacation or lad's holiday? Lads holiday. Water or alcohol? Water. Beach or snow? Beach. All right. There we have it. There we have it. Okay. Quick and fast. Quick yeah. and fast. So you said like a lads holiday over vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why is that? I think because I've never really been on a vacation. So I don't really know what the experience is, mm-hmm. is like. Um, that's loading. But yeah, I've just never been on one. And I always go on holiday with like groups of friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And those have always been some of my best memories. So... That's why. So you said money over influence. Yes. Talk me through your logic. I just think money, the Bible says money answereth all things, even though it does also say money (laughs) is the root of all evil, but it answereth all things. Like everything in this day and age, you need money. Like you could have influence and that influence can bring you money. Mm -hmm. But if you just have influence and you don't have money, you have no home, you have no food, you have have nothing. Basically, you only have the air that we can breathe for free because at this point, that's the only thing that's free in this life. Right, okay, I hear you. The air that we breathe. So that's why I say money over influence. And with that money, I could also increase my influence too. You know, could but you could have money and have no influence. Yeah, you could also have that too. How would you feel if you were in a position where you have bread and no influence? (sighs) Personally, for what I'm trying to do in life or where I'm trying to go, Mm. I think I wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. because um, I feel like I'm a born star and <laughs> I want to show myself to the world and influence people in, in a certain way. So I would be upset about that personally, but I do think there are people in the world that are just happy to mm. have their money, live their life and not to concern themselves with people. So, so I think that like, a lot of people would know you from kind of like your social media presence. So whether it be your own platform or um, like your own social media page or through your podcast, yeah. quickly plug your podcast Oh, yes, guys, you can check me out at Dress to Confess, okay, on um, TikTok, Instagram, on X, as they call it now, it's at the DTC pod, and also on YouTube, it's Dress to Confess podcast. So, like, what is your ambitions and intentions around influencing through your podcast? I would say my podcast is, like, my own little TV show. So, like, I've grown up watching a lot of um like talk shows like wendy williams um and other talk shows basically and i really wanted to embody that in the way i present my podcast um because i actually want to go into like being a tv personality uh presenter host Mm. etc so this is like my avenue into doing that um in terms of the influence that i want to bring we talk about Fun things on my podcast are I want to have an, an entertainment value, but I also want to speak about things that add value to people's lives in terms of like motivation, um, careers, going for your goals, mindset, mm. and all that kind of psychology. Because there are so many people in this world that 
just live life and don't really channel into how powerful the mind is and mm. what it can do for you and how it can actually grant you everything that you want in life like mm -hmm. um people don't really know they don't read the books they don't listen to the personal development and all these different type of things and i feel like i love helping people reach their goals in any way i can whether that be a word of encouragement or if i can actually physically tangibly help you reach your goals then that's another passion project of mine so that's something that i want to incorporate into the podcast even though it is a fashion-based podcast but there's a heavy element of like mindset and um positivity that's it. why I gravitated towards your pod, and I felt, I felt the, that pull, that organic pull to be like, oh, okay, let's 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 sit down and talk yeah. and have a conversation because it's not everybody that's on that, you know. No, there's a lot not. of people. Like, it, it's almost like a modern foreign language. Yeah. To many people, it's like, okay, I might be aware of um, the topic. Yeah. Um, to a certain extent, but in terms of like really do, doing a deep dive and trying to embody that whole concept of my personal development journey and taking mm -hmm. accountability and driving up forward. Mm -hmm. One, again, there's not many people that really are that interested. Yeah. And secondly, it's kind of a lonely road in many ways because 100%. it is a very inward and forward focused journey. Do you yeah. know where I'm coming from? It is, you know, silence, trying to silence the distractions and the things that are not necessarily yeah. contributing to what it is that you need to 100%. achieve in that respect. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to circle back on um, talk shows yeah because listen i grew up in a time where talk shows were it was wild like you see this whole p politically correct um time yeah Nah, I, I grew up in a time where Jerry Springer was hey, the fucking Jerry, man jerry jerry if you think what was going on in jerry so that was like the most egregious fam uh, one of the most some of the most egregious behavior that i've ever fucking Crazy. seen um, who else was there? There was so Maury. <laughs> the lie no, detector the detector. <laughs> that was a lie. Maury. <laughs> Maury was a fucking key. I'm he, not even gonna lie. I'm a general, like he Maury had for me, he has he's got the sexy factor, you know. Yeah. I don't know what it is that like, he and he's always been old. Yeah. Man has been old he's since a I was fox. Yeah, absolutely. Child. Um Ricky Lake. Yep. I, I loved Ricky, you know. Yeah. And there's um a channel on YouTube that shows all of the um reruns. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of plugged into Ricky right now. Yeah. Um, who are there was Montel, but I never really locked into Montel. Yeah. I found him a bit dry, and him like um Doctor Phil never really locked into them two. Who else was doing? Oh, Steve Walker's had a spin-off. Yeah. That was some. Do you know what I liked about? He used to bad people up. Like when yeah. they were doing like really fuck shit, he would kind of like hold them to account. Yeah. And because he's got that stature, like you could see he would install like the fear of God. Yeah. In them. I like, oh, and Jeremy Carl. Yeah, Jeremy Carl, of course. Where the fuck did he find those people? I don't know. Cause I've I've lived in England my whole life and Ciao. I've never once <laughs> interacted with anyone that's like, where does he find these people? Ciao, they find him. I'm sure <laughs> they find him. They see their like like minded people on, on the screen and, and they, they apply for the show and they find him. Have you seen, um, did you hear kind of like the, you see once he was deplatformed and the show come to an end? Yeah. Did you hear like the fallout of Jeremy Carl and how like wild the show was? No, I don't think I heard the backstory behind it. Yeah, that. do you know what? You like, check it out. Yeah, It's actually quite interesting. Now, one, Jeremy Carl has got a very fruitful background. Yeah. So it's like people in glass houses should not throw stones. Yeah. And he had an active gambling addiction whilst running the show oh, so okay. i'm like you're out here shading people and making them feel like the worst of worst 
whilst you're, you're you're going through your own struggles so there was an opportunity where he could have really come from a space of compassion mm. you know when you've been through some stuff of your own and it's like you know what i can understand your plight of struggle and try and coach them a little bit or yep. try and you know but you know he will just make you feel like terrible it, it, about yourself yeah, yeah 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 like you're the absolute worst yeah um also there were a lot of uh, he the show kind of preyed on the vulnerable yeah so these people weren't necessarily uh, the most intelligent yeah or um what other words could i use they just weren't put together yeah really. they're kind of vulnerable yeah. in some respects you know i'm coming yeah. from and he's kind of play on that because he could never have us on the show and then be carrying on with that foolishness no, i'll slap him did you see where one person dashed the card after him? Like and they, <laughs> they, 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 sw- they switched him and I realised at that point, Jeremy Carl was a pom-pom. Yeah. Because he ran behind security. I said, you've got all of this chest in your tight suit. Yeah. But um, It's all talk, man. No all, all, action. All but, yeah, so that, there was a whole thing and there was like people that, I think a couple of people committed suicide and it was really bad, like even like the wow. aftercare. So like the Jeremy Carl show, even though it was like highly entertaining, it definitely... um had some dark shadows casted yeah. after it and it was trisha goddard as well okay yeah trisha, she's gone to america and become a host over there she trisha's i think she's kind of bus case a little bit out there now well when you enter the american market if they gravitate towards you that's you you're good for life. That's like you. gina yashere yeah that's yeah. you um but yeah no but, so yeah i just wanted to kind of like a recap on some of those shows man because i, I don't know do we even have talk shows in the uk right now i can't think of there may be I not really no not that i could think of not people that look like us anyway uh or people in our community i can't really think do you know of what any. it is it's like um do you know what it is now it's kind of different but like loose women i never used to watch that you know i feel I've like you see that. them kind of um panel discussion yeah. shows have maybe replaced that kind of idea of what a talk show yeah is in that respect but yeah. you see wendy williams i've never really I don't know too much about her. Like, who, 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 who? I know she started off on radio. Yeah. And I know she said, she said that Diddy was gay, that he mashed up her ting, and then she had to go to like Philadelphia. Yeah. I went on to like a different radio, and then yeah. she's gone on to TV, but I don't actually know. To be honest, I don't, I, I didn't even know her in her radio days. I just mm. kind of knew her because my best friend used to watch her quite a lot around like uni times. Um, so that was like what? six seven years ago eight years ago no ten years ago now started uni wow um <clears throat> but i just i liked what she did even though i might not have liked how messy she was mm-hmm. <laughs> i liked what she did i liked how she kept people's attentions i liked how real she was and those are some of the things that i want to instill in in my vision for where i see my stuff going as well Oh, good luck, man. Thank you so good much, luck. You know, child. I'm here to support, you oh, know. Thank you. But let me ask you, man, but how how has, we're what, maybe at three, what, week three of January or something like yeah. that? How's the year kicked off for you? Really, really well. Um, really, really well. I think I have a really good feeling about this year. Um, I've started a new morning routine. Um, my word for the year is discipline. Discipline, 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 discipline. That is the word for me this year. And as long as I keep reminding myself of that, I feel like I'm gonna have a really good year. But yeah, I've started a new morning routine. So now in the morning, I, well, I always pray anyway, but like I'm really disciplined in like planning my day ahead, um, reading over my short-term goals, reading over my long-term goals, saying my 
mission statements and my affirmations are just things that will bring positive energy into the world. When I wake up, I'm not just reaching straight for my phone anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually taking that time to meditate and be with myself. And I've always said this to people, I hate reading so much. And that's how I know it's going to be a good year because I've decided to start reading. Um, so right now I'm reading a book called Think and Grow Rich, which is an amazing, amazing book. I definitely recommend it for you guys um, if you haven't. Uh, it kind of talks about how you can use the mind to turn your ideas into basically money and mm-hmm. like come about riches in abundance through using the mind, um, through desire, faith. Napoleon Hill. Yeah, yeah. Napoleon yeah. Hill. So that book, I'm really, really into it right now and I want to continue on that throughout the year just reading like pd books and stuff like that but yeah it's really just made me feel good i've started going back to the gym after four years ciao i haven't been to the gym since covid um and yeah i'm starting to go three times a week so that fitness eating healthier drinking lots of water you can see the skin is skinning period so (laughs) (laughs) it's all it's all working in my favor you know so like what prompted this what prompted this? Because like you said, there, there's been a whole, a revolution of kind of lifestyle mm. in some way. What, what, what triggered that? I'm just tired of complaining and like saying that I want to be somewhere and then actually not doing the things that I need to do to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you can't, bec- you can't want to be someone and you're not behaving like you are that person already do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i need to behave like the person that i see myself being and then everything should fall into place or fall into like that misalignment of um behavior and intention Mm -hmm. and it's bringing that so it's a bit more congruent yeah because there's one thing that i want to say about being a person of your word like i know we're taught that you should do what you say from a moral standpoint. Right? Yeah. But I think it's far deeper than that, in that you see, if you do what you say you're going to do, actually, that's the route to building confidence. Yeah. Because the root of confidence is knowing that you can rely on yourself. Yeah. And knowing that you're able to um, manifest ideas in terms yeah. of conjure those things up in your mind, but also bring those things to life. Yep. You know, and bring those resources to you to kind of again bring those ideas and those concepts to life and so it's like um the idea of making your bed when so i did a bit of deep diving yeah yeah into that why it's important to make your bed in the morning and the essence of it is it's the first opportunity that you've given yourself to achieve something yeah right and if you stick with that if you kind of use each completion of the task as momentum mm-hmm. actually you start sticking to the plan is much easier yeah so it's like let's just say in the morning you, you you got the opportunity to make your bed but you don't make your bed now when it's time to have a healthy breakfast you're more likely not to do it because you've already let yourself off the hook for making the bed 100%. then when it's time to go to the gym at lunchtime or go for that walk or if we're gonna go and walk the dog or do 10 push-ups whatever it might be now you're less likely to do it because you've already let yourself off the hook. So it's easy to say, Chuh, I'm not doing that because you've already started that exactly. pattern. But 100%. when you've been, when you're like, no, I'm going to do it. And you start to rack up those accolades throughout the day. Letting yourself down is like, you know what? I might as well just stick with the program. You've got more incentive and more motivation because of the wins that you've conjured up 100%. throughout the day. Yep. So it is, I think being a person of your word and sticking to it isn't just about that moral thing it actually builds momentum and that energy source and 
that that inner determination to actually continue to push forward with what you need to do throughout that day. A hundred percent. I totally agree. Mm. I think that's definitely one of the things that is actually in my morning routine is to make my bed. Because mm. some days, like, I would just not make my... And when you make your bed, it forces you to get up. Do you yes. know what I mean? It forces you to get up. It You're forces up you to, to be productive. It forces you to do something because once you make the bed, you won't want to get in it and mess it up again. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. So if you don't make your bed and you see it untidy, you might just have that inclination to go go back and just lay down and cover up and, get and cozy. do and, and exactly and do nothing. So I totally agree. I think what you just said about making the bed is it's a very, 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 very important point. Do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Because and I'm gonna caveat this with saying that I don't believe in them. Yeah. I don't, be- I don't believe in them. I think how I used to approach things was firstly, I think about goals and intentions. Mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions for me, I found I was tripping myself up because I was set, set them. Mm-hmm. But then, do you know what? I haven't implemented the, the mechanisms to make me consistent. So I'll just forget that I've even got these resolutions. Exactly. And then yep. by April, not a single thing has been achieved. Then sure. I'm like, oh, do you know where <laughs> I'm coming from? And then by August, I forgot that I've even set them. Yeah. So I had to kind of develop some kind of system personal system for me yeah. to keep me in contact with my goals mm-hmm. and I, I i didn't like the idea that i think part of the idea is in january the first i'm going to be this new person yeah it just doesn't work no it doesn't like that no change works like that no. there's no such thing as an overnight change no. or overnight success it's gradual so what i used to do is set um re press reset the first of september yeah so i used to start setting my goals kind of like in accordance with the academic year yeah because I associate that with growth. Yeah. And also I like the fact that That's interesting. The academic year ends before summer. So you can do a lot of work and then by the time summer comes you can have that summer off. Yeah, and enjoy. But when you're when you start in January, to take the summer off is like halfway through the year. Yeah. And then it's quite hard to take a break in August like July, August, and then get back into it again in like September, October for mm-hmm. what you're continuing, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I found that system really hard. So I used to start in September and it always gave me a few months ahead of everybody else that's starting in January. Yeah. Which that I like. That's a, actually a really good approach. I've never heard anyone say that, but logically it makes sense. Mm, and imagine like by the time January's come, you've already got months of momentum behind you. Mm-hmm. So you're not planning, you're just, just continuing what you need to exactly. be doing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, what's your perception on kind of resolutions and stuff? And yeah. What, and what's your approach? So I used to write my New Year's resolutions every year, just like everybody else did. Um, And then just reflecting at the end of last year, I just realized that I would write them. And as you said, like months would go past, either I wouldn't be hitting them and I'd be a bit demotivated and just wouldn't carry on. Or I just forgot about them. (laughs) And that's why I agree with you in saying that I believe more in goals and intentions because when you set goals it's for a purpose it's where you see yourself being in life um they they have more meaning behind them than a new year's resolution does and you always can like put your goals up like around you and just constantly remind yourself of them and behind your goal is usually a why yeah and when yeah. you have a why that driving force is what keeps you going even when times get tough so that's why i believe more in goals and intentions than new year's resolutions i think new year's resolutions are just flaky Mm. um i think new year's resolutions are goals are similar in the sense that you are setting yourself something to achieve Mm -hmm. 
But I think, as I said, goals have a deeper meaning and that deeper meaning is what is going to help you actually achieve them. Um, so, yeah, that my approach now is I don't set New Year's resolutions. I set goals and goal setting is the habit of every successful person out there you know there's no successful person out there that doesn't set themselves goals and smash those goals and keep setting bigger goals mm -hmm. so that's what i intend to do moving forward just have my goals in front of me long term short term in all different areas of life as well you were briefly saying before we came on that you know people just usually focus on like career and finance goals but there's actually other things friends family health personal development there's so many other areas where you spiritual. can set goals as well spiritual yeah. um, relationships mm -hmm. so uh, just being able to plot those out and the actions that you're gonna do to to do those things it's all about habits right your yeah. habits are what are gonna help you to achieve your goals once you instill those habits because as you said it's not an overnight thing it's a gradual thing and habits are those gradual things that will help you to achieve your short-term goals and your long-term goals. So once you instill those habits, which is why I've got my morning routine now, um, that's what's gonna change you to the person that you need to be to take you to the next level to achieve your goals. So yeah, goals over New Year's resolutions. Absolutely, there was, do you know what, like, as you were talking, I just had the I had the, the, the moment, the light bulb moment, mm. New Year's resolutions for yeah. many of us that like kind of struggle with it is that they're not, they're not based upon sustainability. Mm. There's not there's not a sustainable framework. So like you said, with goals, they're laced in intention, mm -hmm. um, and they have to be timelined. There's gonna be like um, measurements that will help you recognize how yep. far or close you are yep. to achieving that goal. With um, New Year's resolution, sometimes there there's it's it's focused for the year, but yep. goals. Your, your annual goals are tend tend to be feeding into the your bigger aspirations. Mm -hmm. So it's like. Um, Let's say for arguments, say you wanted to become the head of finance. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Now, if you work backwards, there are several professional steps that you're going to need to take to, in order to achieve that. Yep. But then if you take a laid approach, there's several, several personal um, development steps that you're going to have to take. So can yep. you, have you got the ability to influence across seniority levels? Yep. Have you got the ability to present and create presentations? Have you got yep. the ability to... Um, public speak have you got the ability to speak in front of senior people yeah. in a way where you don't feel the pressure as much and you can flex and be charismatic can you stress can you handle can you manage can conflicting you? priorities exactly so, there, so there's the professional level then there's the personal development yeah. level then it's what is it that's going to sustain you throughout your commitments to those things yeah um so then you talk about health then you talk about spiritual then you talk about relationships as you said yeah. so you, that's how for me those tiers those different tiers start to um uh, emerge yeah but those things cannot happen within a year yeah so when you've kind of taken that you'll take a step back and you've got a bigger picture now that's when you start to realize that actually taking this annual focus and maybe my new year's resolutions are not connecting from year to year yeah it's like there's there it's a bit sporadic mm -hmm. so you're not seeing progress so you know that concept of um a jack of all trades yeah even though you may it, it may not not necessarily be specific to to that concept but it's like doing lots of things in lots of different directions doesn't always take you forward no you know i'm coming from so that, that i just realized that there's not that sustainable frame always that sustainable framework attached yeah to that um 
I agree. And sometimes that's, that's how. And sometimes that's how quick a decision or a change can be. Yeah. You just make, just set your intention. Say that's what it is. And now, what what I have to do to make sure that is, I have to set my alarm clock every day for six forty five. Yeah. Or it's not going to happen. That's what I did. So you have to implement a physical change that's going to make you physically change the behavior. And it's going to be hard. Don't ever be fooled. Like if you're used to waking up at a certain time, remember your body is uh, a creature of habit. So if you're mm. used to waking up at like nine and just rolling out of bed and 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 just getting on your laptop it's going to be tough for you to wake up at six seven o'clock in the morning at first out here looking like uncle ruckus and shit. <laughs> <laughs> of course but uh that's the part where discipline comes in yes and that's the part where you changing and becoming a different and new person becomes a thing you're gonna struggle but you have to dig deep and find it within you to be able to do it and what then you, it'll get easier i've got a question why do you what do you think it is that what do you think it is why do you think that people struggle with discipline because it's not it's not in human nature to be disciplined it's in human nature to do what the body wants to do right. do you know what i mean it's not in human nature to go against the grain and and do hard things people enjoy easy things people enjoy enjoyable things those are things that are separate from discipline you know discipline is for stressful things uh things that are actually worth doing that will actually bring you to somewhere that's worth it but humans in general we just like especially this day and age child maybe our parents generation our grandparents generation they had more discipline themselves because mm -hmm. they were fighting for something but with us with everything that's laid on our doorstep technology etc etc social media everything's just become oh I, I need to make things as easy for myself as possible and like that convenience yeah exactly and people preach it all the time they're like oh you know make sure you you, you look after your mental health and make sure you do this and make sure you do that but they never preach the but you need to be able to handle stress to be mm -hmm. in a in a certain position in life like if you want to be like rich or if you want to be successful it's gonna come with stress mm -hmm. so you it's good to focus on your mental health don't get me wrong because without it Obviously, you wouldn't be able to There's do no much. Success, do you yeah. know what I mean? But it's also good to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and mm. positions because that will help you grow as a person. Mm -hmm. And um, that's one thing that discipline can do. But yeah, humans just in general aren't disciplined mm. by nature. Yeah, that uh, I was just like kind <clears> of <throat> processing and think, trying to like work out what's my perception? Mm. And how do I see it? And I think especially now if i look at this kind of like the 21st century yeah. where um we would take the part people the people are inclined to take the path of least resistance mm -hmm. but i think um and, and and it's not i'm not shading anyone because i understand yeah do you know what i'm saying life, is, life hard. is hard do you know what i'm saying life is hard there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of conflicting priorities there's a lot of people um biding for your attention yeah um so it, it, it is difficult and life if you look back to how many years ago is it harder i wouldn't say so but it's probably different mm. and the stresses that we're up against aren't akin to human nature so that for example technology social mobility um social not social mobility social media mm -hmm. um having a more uh at home solitary life we're not built for that where we we derive from cavemen yeah do you know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be out here living life. Yeah, hunting. Um, yeah, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like we're, we're so we're, we're and we, we thrive on that, but we've been so far removed from what hu our human nature 
and our human instincts have been um, indoctrinated and pacified so much that yeah. like we're like we're domesticated. Yeah. Um, and it's like a domesticated cat versus a cat out in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, a cat out in the world is probably a more happier cat. Yeah. Even though the cat at home is getting belly rubs yeah. and it's happy, but there's something missing. Yeah. You know, so I think that there's a part of that. I think um, comfort, the idea of comfort. Now, you might remember I dropped a little something on your page. Now, I understand that life will be painful. Yeah. Life will bring joy, it'll be happy, life brings connectivity, it brings motivation, all of these things, but also life brings challenge. Yeah. And affliction is there to affliction is there to grow you because we don't grow in the niceness. No. When it when it's nice and stuff, we're comfortable, you know, the car car kiki. We're not but you see, in those hard times you gotta dig. Deep. Exactly. You gotta dig to the root of your fucking ass to hell. lift yourself up off the ground and say, yeah. "Listen, we gotta, you know." And that's that that affliction. It's like the Olympic training for life. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, it's the you've got two options really. You pick the pain of discipline or the pain of disappointment. Exactly. That's that that really is when you kind of narrow it down how it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will pick the pain of discipline because a, a disciplined life brings more fruits. Mm-hmm. It does. And that's 100%. where you build your confidence. That's where you get your self-esteem. Knowing that oh, I was supposed to go and do this and I let my nephew down. I was meant to meet my mate and I didn't do that. I didn't show up for my mom. Um, I'm behind on this payment and stuff. That wears your self-esteem and your self-perception down mm-hmm. so much because it's like I'm all, I'm all of the things that I don't want to be and I'm disappointed in myself. But when you're living in a space of actually, okay, I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be consistent. Yep. That doesn't mean you always get it right, but it means that your intentions are pure exactly. and you're holding your to a higher standard of just letting yourself off the hook yeah and as an adult really who's letting you off the hook as a kid your parents your teachers are onto you maybe sometimes some of your friends might be onto you oh you know you can't do that mommy's gonna mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying yeah. but when you're 27 years old when you're 35 who's holding you no one's gonna tell you off nope besides maybe losing your job nope you're on That's your it. own boy so it's like you've got to implement these structures and these routines yeah. to kind of help you cope with it. And it, 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 sometimes it isn't as fun as the people that are living completely free. Yeah. But let me tell you something. You see, when you're living foot, uh, foot, uh, what's it called? Fancy free and footloose. It looks lit, but trust me, a lot of those people are not happy. Look at celebrities. Yeah. That's true. Bro, they've got all the money in the world. A lot of them got the cocaine up to the hills. <laughs> Yeah, they've got the gyal, they've okay, got the nah. man, they've got the clothes, they got and then on top of that now how many how many celebrities have um ended their life early or you find them they have to go to rehab and then they've got the, look at the Amy Winehouse scenario. The mentals messed up. Finished. Done. And it's like they they didn't have that discipline. Mm. So understand, you see, when you want to be successful really, really early, watch out now, because sometimes that can bite you on the ass because you can have more success than maturity. Yeah. And more success than you, because sometimes the discipline comes from the maturity as mm-hmm. well. They they go hand in hand. And if you ain't got both of them together, bruh. 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 That's why I believe in God's timing, because God's timing is the best timing because he will give it to you when you're ready to handle it, when you're that person that is able to take on those riches or that success or whatever mm. so that's why sometimes we complain about like oh why is it not happening now i really want to do this now and it's it's not happening for me it's because you're not ready for it yet you know and then when you are ready for it and you work towards it it will come and then once you get there you are now that person 
that can sustain it and grow it even further. So that's something I've had to really teach myself and just learn to be patient, wait, and just know that not everything's about instant gratification, which our generation is so centered around. Everybody wants that mm. instant gratification immediately. Everybody wants to hit that six figures. Everyone wants to to just do have their goals come quick and fast and just achieve them straight away. That's not how life works. So mm. teach yourself that patience of, okay, when it's my time, it's my time. Mm -hmm. And don't jealous and grudge nobody, okay? Mm -hmm. Because when it's your time, it's your time. If it's someone else's time, let them enjoy it and let them sit in it and yeah. rest in it. And observe, observe. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. And be curious. Like, well, how did that be a be a student mm. of of life and be a student of the winners mm -hmm. and understand everybody has their season. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Exactly. And when you see someone winning in their season, understand that they 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 put the groundwork exactly. in somewhere. They did whether you saw it or not, whether anyone <laughs> saw it. They 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 did that somewhere, and you don't really know how long it took um, for that to happen. Yep. So like you're talking about uh, immediate gratification and the opposite of that is delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. Now that's also the discipline of knowing like, um, so say now your, your scenario, maybe you're working in retail or you're working in a job that really doesn't reflect where you want to be. Mm -hmm. um, that's, understand, don't, don't feel um, discouraged or sad about it or look at the scenario like I'm failing, I'm failing, no, no, no. This is delayed gratification because you know what, you're sticking to your guns and doing what you need to do in order to get to where you need to be. 100%. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and that delayed gratification brings more fruits. Listen, I can't lie no to you. Lies. I can't lie to you. I was in a job here where I was working in Chiswick. Big corporate job. Big, um, the, if you know about Chiswick Business Park, you will know what I'm talking about. If not, quickly go and Google it. I left my house from South East London to go and do this job 40 hours a week amongst all of these people that are bringing home six figures mm. and I'm getting 12K a year and I'm on top of that, I'm doing with zone one to five. Hey, in this London economy. And I'm going, I'm going to work <laughs> in the snow and I'm not even exaggerating. I'm mm -mm. going to work in the snow and the manager's so savage that you can't even be late. And I, I can barely afford lunch mm. in these rich people <clears throat> lands. And I'm here with my packed lunch and everyone's going to lunch. And I'm sitting there in the fucking nice office with my little Tupperware on foil, you know. And I, I uh, all of those things could have made me feel like nobody, that like I'm not getting nowhere in this life. But I understood that I had to hold certain things. I had to, I, I've got I've got to fill those positions. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to secure the basics because like you said now, are you ready? Yeah. And you can only be, see your integrity and your loyalty to yourself and your journey uh, only when you're in those scenarios where it's like, even when I'm not getting shit, I'm giving 150% and I'm not getting shit. I'm getting disrespected by these managers. I'm getting disrespected by every motherfucker in here. I might be the only black person in here and they're looking at me like some joke, man. And, but I was loyal. I was loyal. I never, I never gave them half-hearted nothing, even yeah. though they're giving me a half-cut paycheck. Yeah. And it's that, that, it's, there's something in that, you know? Yeah. And you see, you were talking about don't begrudge no one and don't look at anyone sideways. Now, you see when you want to be just in life, this could be socially with, with your family, with your friends, how you interact with people and your intentions and how you treat people is so important. Very. Because let me tell you something, whether you want to call it cosmic karma or whatever, right? It comes around, you know? Yep. Now, there's been times when I've had people at work trying to sabotage me. I mean, fully sabotage the work that I'm doing. Mm. In corporate, it's like that. Mm. Um, I've had managers. I had a manager disrespect my mum in front of me. I 
oh my god his blood she nearly rust, dragged me clout. up out of my body she i nearly stepped out of my body on this woman yeah i would have lost my job and the, the thing is bearing in mind i was like 21 22 mm. this is my first corporate job oh, i'm working man. recruitment and this is happening a matter of meters away from me because my mum worked for the recruitment agency that i was working in yeah right um <clears throat> Oh my God, I'm t- <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you. And I held it, you know, I held it because I knew, I knew, I said, listen, if I get a part of myself right now, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Yeah, 100. And my mom had just been made redundant in that London, recession. <laughs> we, we was about to lose our house. Yeah. I took this job, I was in my third year of uni and I'm yeah. doing this job full time, third year of uni. And I'm working in Ross Clark, Matterland doing eight hours a week. Mm-mm. I'm trying to, and I know that little get money ain't saving the yard, you know, but yeah. I'm trying. And bearing in mind, we yeah. never lost the house by yeah. the end of it. But my mum was working for Shell um, in their UK office via the agency. Yeah. And I could hear this woman disrespecting my mum. And I'm thinking, oh my God. I'm, and I'm shaking. You know, when you're, you, you know when, you know when your you're mom, hot? Yeah. I'm yeah. red hot, bro. I'm red hot. <laughs> Steven. Uh, yeah, hot as a fucking, um, you know, the, the hot comb that you yeah. the pressure. Yeah. But I said, I can't, I can't lose it because I'm here for my mum. Mm. I'm doing this for, it's deeper than this. Mm-hmm. And you see when you learn to hold it and you see when you learn to be the bigger person in life, even when your friend's doing a fuckery to you, yeah. even when someone might be double, double crossing you and people say, well, why shouldn't I? Yeah. I've got every, don't stand on your righteous indignation. Yeah. You, know? you see like when you show that you're ready, like you said, you're ready. Mm-hmm. It's about your character too. Mm-hmm. 100%. Do you understand that when you're in a power, when you're in a position of power, are you going to be humble with it? Are you going to do the right thing? Or are you going to be that one that's going to be like, carry it like you see um wolf on wall street yeah are you gonna carry on like him or are you gonna be a good leader and lead from behind behind yeah you don't have to be the face all of this stuff is will determine your trajectory you know yeah 100 percent. you know mm-hmm. so like tell me a little bit about your background in corporate because i know you kind of touched on it on your pod yeah um so oh where do i start with it okay so i'll run you through my journey of how i even mm-hmm. decided to become what i've decided to become so um in school i was super obviously this is like secondary school so i was super young super creative um and obviously i like doing fun things so i wanted to actually pick like dance drama music for Mm. my gcse's my mother said absolutely not she said absolutely not i have a jamaican mother she's a teacher um She's been a teacher her whole life. And Your she mom's was a like, speaky, spooky Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a teacher. She's a pastor. So, you know, oh, she's very okay. much... My mum is as extroverted as I am. Like, mm-hmm. I get my personality from my mum. So she was just like, no, absolutely not. And my mum's always going to say what's on her mind, child. She'll never hold back. So she was like, okay, I'll give you one of them. So I got to do drama. But she was like, the other two that you do, because we had to make three selects, they need to be like more serious subjects i was like okay cool because at this point i'm super young i'm like what 15 14 15 picking my gcs i don't know what i want to do yet i just knew i hated science Mm -hmm. i hated it so i knew i definitely do want to go into anything in in scientific and english as i mentioned earlier i i i hated reading and stuff like that so even though i did well with those subjects i just didn't really enjoy them so the only thing left really was like what am I good at? Okay, I'm good at maths. Okay. And then my mum was like, pick business. So I picked business and I actually picked sociology as well, which was just off the radar, but you know what I mean. Um, so then I did those at GCSE. And then when it came to picking A-levels, I went to a grammar school for my A-levels. I went to a grammar school sixth form and they were like, uh, my mum was like, okay, well, what about being an accountant? 
And I was like, okay, well, that makes sense because it's mixing business and maths, right? Mm. Two of the things I actually like to do. So my, and this is how I know God works in mysterious ways because my area where I'm from um, in Bexley, well, where I used to live, my grammar school that I went to is one of like six grammar schools or schools in general in the entire UK that actually does accounting as an A-level. So for me to be in that position where I was able to actually use that to see if I actually liked it or wanted to do it, that was just perfect alignment for me. So I did accounting, maths, business and economics at A-levels. Um, <clears throat> did well in those. <clears throat> and during that, oh, child, we'll get onto the, the health situation, but that was a whole escapade during my A-levels. And then moved on, went to uni, studied at Loughborough Uni, big up Loughborough, you know the motherfucking vibe. Um, I had a, had a great time and yeah, I studied accounting and financial management in uni with a placement year inside of it. So during that placement year, I worked for one of the top 10 accounting firms um, and I was able to secure a permanent role from that placement year. Um, and I started my accounting qualification then as well. Finished uni, went into work, corporate work, child. When I tell you that experience, you lot, if you think A-levels is hard, if you think a degree was hard, try working full-time in a top 10 firm mm. in audit, which is the hardest <laughs> service line to, nobody to, loves to, to audit, qualify. You know? no, child, where you work 12-hour days and then you have the hardest exams of your life to do at the same time and you're doing them three at a time while saying that your job is on the line because if you fail once they pay, basically they pay for your your qualification that's how the the grad scheme works they pay for your qualification but they pay for the first sitting of your exam so they pay for all your courses all your study materials etc they pay for your first sitting. if you fail that they now you have to pay for your second sitting and these exams are not cheap by the way and if you fail that you lose your job so Having that pressure of, okay, I'm working 12 hours a day. I'm coming home to revise for another three hours every day. Then knowing that in the back of my mind, if I don't pass this exam, I'm going to lose my job, my livelihood, my money. It's, it's just, it's an experience that I literally, unless you go through it, I cannot like tell you how mad it actually is. But um, yeah, so I started in, in, in audit, as I said, went up to assistant manager level um did that for what three four years uh and then i left audit thank you jesus for saving me and i actually went an unconventional route i became uh, a contractor straight away which is not something that people usually do usually people would like move from practice into industry practice being like accounting firms industry being like your regular company like your coca-colas your just any company really outside of practice so i people would usually go into that and um follow the route into that but because i had other things and other passions like my influencing and stuff like that content creation i needed something that was a bit more flexible for me so i actually ended up going as a contractor which was one of the best moves that i've ever done because child the money is sweet <laughs> the money is sweet i can't lie that money is amazing because you can make one a person's one year salary in six months mm -hmm. do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it gave me that time to be able to work for a certain period of time have that money and then be able to take time off to focus on other things and travel and all these different type of things that like people are always like oh you're like 
I only see you working for for some of the year, and then like you're off on this holiday for a month, and then you're off doing this for whatever time, and it's like, yeah, that's the flexibility that contracting gives you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, my corporate journey's been interesting. I don't really want to do it full time, but I kind of have to mm-hmm. um, at the moment because of you know financials and money and stuff like that. I'm bringing money in, but hopefully when my creative stuff takes flight. I won't have to resort back to it. So on a creative tip, what is it that you're hoping, what are your aspirations? Creatively, I want to be the best, biggest presenter and host in the UK. I want to be a TV personality. um, And I want to have my own TV show, really, Mm -hmm. which is where the podcast is leading to. So creatively, that's where my goals and ambitions lie um i still want to carry on the fashion content creator stuff because i enjoy it and i think it's fun uh but i want to make money through using my personality and that's the biggest goal for me Mm -hmm. um and have that influence as you mentioned earlier so yeah that's where that's where i see myself going really hosting mobos hosting doing host of red carpets bt awards anything you can think of grammys emmys whatever Mm -hmm. i just want to be that person that when they think, oh, who do we want to host this? It's Ray. Mm-hmm. So for the end of the year, where if you could hang your hat on any kind of goal or, obje- or um, achievement, what is it that you would like to end the year 2024 and say, yeah, this is what I've done and I'm proud that I've done that? Um, I'd probably say... Is it, are you in any respect or just in the creative You can you field? can go across the board. It may be several. Yeah, child, I have them in all <laughs> all different types of categories. But I want to move out. Mm-hmm. That's one of the goals that I want to have done by the end of this year. I don't mind whether it's rent, buy, whichever. I want to move out, be on my own two feet. So that's one. I want to grow my following on personally and for the, the podcast um, to... I'm going to push it and say 50k for each um so that's in that creative space and then financially I want to be sitting in multiple six figures in my bank account in Jesus name I claim it mm-hmm. hallelujah amen somebody um somebody <laughs> somebody say amen <laughs> um and then yeah I just want to have a closer bond with my friends and my family be a more selfless person um and just mindset, have a completely different mindset to what I had last year mm-hmm. and just become a new level of me. So mm-hmm. those are some of my main goals. What, well, if you could pick one habit that you have to do, you, that you have to ditch from last year to this year. Yeah. And it may be that you've started to move away from it, but what habit can't come back from last year that you think would be detrimental, detrimental to achieving um, that range of goals that you have? A laziness. What does laziness mean? Laziness as in not doing the things that I know I should be doing. So like planning ahead is a big thing when you're in the creative space and you know, you have to like batch shoot content and all these different type of things. Um, instead of like doing it on the go where it becomes like really messy, not thought of, it has to be intentional. So laziness as in just not doing things that, to be fair, I am a person that when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Mm-hmm. But laziness as in like just, I don't know, just not be focused on my goals and, and, and doing the actions that I need mm-hmm. to to achieve those things. Just stop being complacent. 
basically. Yeah, yeah. Stop procrastinating. Stop being complacent. Uh, Those things are not coming with me into into this year. See it there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what this energy? Uh, this this conversation has reminded me mm. of why. Um, of why I started then is sometimes, you know, when you progress to a certain point in your career and it's going very well, it can it can be actually really depressing. Yeah. I hit a depression when I reached my life goal. Mm. Because I, cause I I lost my I lost my purpose. Mm. I said, what am I doing? What am I fighting what for next? now? What next? What next? Yeah, what next? Big how pressure. do I and the thing is like in how you scale up and stuff, I didn't want that. I didn't want that because as we were talking about corporate, I'm I'm not prepared to, I, I, as I said in uh, my interview with Buxy, yeah. I'm not a submissive person. So yeah. I'm not a person that you can dictate how I'm going to behave and what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it for the gr- for the gain of you. Yeah, I'm not doing it. you got to give me the space to cook. Mm. And in a lot of corporate settings, it's not that they, they it's like a puppet, puppet, uh, puppet master type yeah, flex. And I just, I just can't be that puppet. So it's really, it can be quite hard. So there is, it's just recognising sometimes when you get there, you got fig- you kind of got to figure it out again. Back to phase one, yeah. In many ways, and Ruben, and and that can be really demotivating. But actually, it can It's a positive thing, yeah. And recognizing that. But before we even wrap, I just wanted to l- kind of just leave you with a wise a wise word. So if you've okay. got a wise word that you want to share, yeah. Just to kind of touch the hearts and the motivation of the people. Go yeah. ahead. But I just want to. Um, what I want to say to you is, you've got it in you. Mm. You got in you. Got to just silence the noise and silence the distractions around you to hear your inner voice. Mm. Do you know where I'm coming from? And once you hear that voice, let that voice be the voice of reason. Let that be the voice of um, discipline mm. and keeping you grounded. Like f- fuck what everyone else is saying. Literally, fuck it. Fuck even your even if what they are saying is it's positive. Fuck it, because you know, at the bottom line of it, we see when you've got to go into that board meeting, you've got to go and do that public speaking, you've got to go and do whatever it is. You know what? Ten or five minutes before, you're with yourself. Mm. So you've got to be able to kind of lock in, lock in and get yourself in a space where you're prepared and you're feeling comfortable and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. It's not about what anyone else is, how they're going to influence you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and also in terms of motivational, um, personal development, Patrick Bet David has been a real influence for me. Yeah. Um. Who else? Who else? Who else? Jim Rohn, mm-hmm. Earl Nightingale. Um. Really gave me some food for four. Uh, some I'm, great names. This. I'm trying to think. Eric Thomas. Oh, oh my Les god. Brown, oh, oh my Steve god. Steve Harvey. He says, if you if you fall on your if you fall, make sure you fall on your back so when you look up you can get up. Okay. Period. That was Les. Um. Les Brown. Yeah. Les Brown. Um, amazing. Yeah. Eric Top. Eric. Eric. He's he's the, he's the guy. He's kind of. Yeah. He's very aggressive. But you don't aggressive give a fuck. style, but yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need to be yep. told off. Yep. Sometimes you need um, that. Who else for you? Is there anyone else? Those are kind of the ones that you've listed. Basically, everybody that There's I listen some, to. Oh, to do you know what Stephen Bartlett? <laughs> Mm. Stephen Bartlett takes a very different approach, but he can be That's very That's the very successful businessman, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got um, the Diary of a CEO podcast Yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. My friend away. told me to listen to that, so I'm definitely going to really be tuning nice. into um, that. But yeah, any final thoughts? Guys, please, listen to me and listen to me well. Mm-hmm. <coughs> my mic is on. <laughs> you can do anything you put your mind to. Wow. You are your only limitation in life. Your mind is the most powerful thing you hold, okay? Your ideas, persistence, faith, 
self-belief and hard work are what are going to get you to where you need to get to. And I'm telling you now, don't let anybody ever look you in your eye and tell you you can't do something because you can do it. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care how much you're going through. You need to find within you that power because we all have power within us, okay? We're not just humans. We're also spiritual beings. You need to find that power within you to find the 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 grasp reach down <laughs> reach down deep and come out of whatever situation you're in i just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel you can do whatever you put your mind to and that's a fact and the church says amen amen hallelujah hallelujah shandala <laughs> that's a beautiful way to close it really is and um if i remember i'm going to try and put the names in the um in the description in the captions for, so people can plug in and stuff and like uh, to be honest with you if you ever want to just dm me and have a little chat about personal development i'm trust me i'm happy to put the time in and the people that have been following me know yeah they know that i just i'm down for the chat i'm yeah. down especially when it's productive and it's feeding into the right thing shout me anytime but, and me too um but plug your socials where the people them can find you and your podcast okay so you can find me personally at race styles r-e-y-s-t-y-l-e-s-s on most social media platforms um and you can find my podcast dressed to confess on youtube x tiktok instagram um spotify as well trying to get onto apple music don't know how to do it i'm doing this all myself child so i'm trying to figure it out as i go along but yeah dressed to confess perfect and you know where to find me meg talks online on instagram tiktok youtube but like i said just go over to uh, my instagram hit the link in the bio and it will take you to all of the destinations where you can find me and yeah that's it, man. I'll speak to you guys next time. Bless up. Period. Bye, y'all.